0: His mouth and his heart and his head He's been stabbed in the back, he's been
1: misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known
0: as the angry unknown Hello,
1: everybody, and welcome to Not All Bad, where every cloud has a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. Uh,
0: And welcome to uh, Not All Bad, heading into the end of March Madness. It's been quite a long... It's that time of year again. It's that time of year, long ride. Uh, Glad that the term even happened. It was a little bit questionable with... um, <clears throat> this little you know i can't i can't even make snide remarks about there being a pandemic going on it just i i hate myself even as the words are coming out of my mouth <laughs> i'm
1: i missed i missed the madness last march was mad in a not fun way this is a more fun mad <laughs> this is a ma- this ma- and we're all yeah we're all about the entire premise of the show is a fun mad so march 2020 was a bad mad and this is a rad mad is 2021
0: <laughs> slogan <laughs> i like that way of looking at it but, uh, I mean, since this is a world-renowned sports podcast, I, I would just like to review some <laughs> of the events that have led up to where we are in March Madness. I mean, yeah, it's, it's been really fun, I think, watching uh, Texas make it this far so far. I mean, being like a three seed. You, I mean, you expect them to win lots of games. I mean, it's a given. It would just be <clears throat> super embarrassing right. if they It'd lost outright. Asinine i mean also, especially if they lost at the beginning to some dumb private school that would be very
1: embarrassing for them <laughs> that wow could you imagine if that actually happened i, that, I cannot that even suck.
0: but uh they've made it this far and i'm real. you know i'm willing to set aside differences for them i'm happy that uh a, a three C team make it made it all the way to the final four that that is impressive um
1: yeah yeah good for them i'll say um it's march madness 2020 what a mad march it's been paul um the God was not on side of uh, basketball uh, this season. We've noticed uh, many notable Christian schools take an absolute pounding <laughs> this tournament. Uh, Oral Roberts, of course, uh, brutally murdered. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I had never heard of them until you would.
0: Uh, I saw that they were in this tournament. And as expected, a school you never heard of never wins. So they, they just quite exit, it's a little embarrassing
1: Again, um, not surprising there was no upset there. And then, like you said, Abilene Christian um, demolished by, uh, I'd say, one of the more dominating programs we've seen this year in, in that of uh, University of Texas. Yeah. So congrats to the Longhorns for making it so far. Yeah,
0: I mean, all I've got to say to ACU and Oral Roberts, I mean, come back and pray harder next year. I don't know. But,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, didn't pray hard enough. Yeah, we're dealing with an Old Testament. The God of basketball is an Old Testament God, and he, he is a vengeful God. This is not some new covenant, uh, Holy Trinity, uh, send down my son to, to just ball on you. Uh, this, is a, this is a vengeful Old Testament, uh, Abraham slaughtered your son Isaac in, in uh, respect to the layup type uh, God that we're dealing with. And he was very vengeful this year. He, he, he certainly was. Yeah. Um... <laughs> i am a fan of this movie concept that i've invented where uh i don't know if as a screenplay i would take an extraordinarily blasphemous approach or if i would <laughs> come at it the other direction and uh write something suitable for sunday school where <laughs> god finds it necessary to <clears throat> send his only son to earth a second time uh, but not for the initiation of the book of revelation but rather as uh, a basketball all-star to save a local (laughs) community church's basketball program (laughs) and much like an air bud uh, fashion it's like there's no rules that say a dog can't play basketball it's like there's no rules that say the divine son of the one true abrahamic god can't play basketball
0: (laughs) I, I imagine this movie like coming out in the '90s. Uh, not right, that I, yeah, I don't right. know if audiences back then would have received it well, but I, I that at least a trailer for it would have to be made in that fashion. I think
1: I'm picturing an animation style like uh, like The Prince of Egypt is kind of what oh. I'm envisioning for this. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure what it would be called. Uh, I can't. I, I don't have any. I don't have any clever pun ideas. I think off the top of my head.
0: I mean, I wish I had some uh, <laughs> um, Prince of the Paint <laughs> <laughs> It uh, kind of fits with the Prince of Egypt too
1: Yeah uh, That's the <laughs> Prince of Egypt sequel It's like several thousand years in the future Sequel <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really wish I had it in me to think. I, I feel like I could come up with something. I just, I'm on the spot now. I wish, I, I wish I had a good title up my sleeve. I don't.
0: I feel like there's some good pun with like the Trinity and three-point shooting, but it, I, I cannot find it.
1: Yeah, I had something, and then you said uh, the Prince of the Paint, and I lost it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I I'll, maybe I'll, I'll dwell on it as we as we go through the episode. <laughs> but um yeah, all in all just been a great a great basketball season and um Yeah, I'm, I'm actually uh I'm thankful I'm, that I, I go ahead. I've had every prediction come right uh, in my bracket. So Illinois and uh and Baylor really excited for the uh for the championship tonight. So I got a lot, I got $600,000 riding on it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they come out on top, which kind of betrays the fiction that we established where the Christian schools were losing. Cause I accidentally <laughs> put Baylor in the championship in this fantasy that we've drawn up. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, it, it's a bummer that the Buckeyes didn't quite make it to the championship, but they had a pretty, Ohio State had a pretty respectable run, uh, getting pretty far as as te- as a two seed should be expected to. It's
1: as a, as a secular school should be expected
0: to. <laughs> yes, they are the ones who, uh, of course, gave the beatdown to to Oral Roberts. are, are, are they? <laughs> is Oral Roberts' name also Colgate? I don't. Do people call them that as a joke? Because I, I I've see, heard people talk about a school called Colgate, and that's like a a teeth brand. And Oral Roberts, am I just spewing uh, no, no, absolute you, you, bullshit you, 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 right now? No, I, I don't. Know.
1: I wish that were true. Um, I have never heard of Colgate, but no, Colgate's in New York, and I, if I had to guess, I'd say Oral Roberts is in Oklahoma. It is that's where the man <laughs> named Oral Roberts is from.
0: Interesting. For some reason, I saw something about a school called Colgate, and then my brain saw a school named Oral Roberts, and I assumed they were one and the same. And that's a little. Maybe embarrassing for me that I decided to finally <laughs> pursue like that, that line of questioning until I was recording myself for everyone to hear. But
1: they should have a they should have a like a partnership or something. <laughs> I like that. At least they had the decency to give him a last name on the school. You don't want to just be called Oral University. I think I've <laughs> I, I've been to that website. That is not that is not a .dot edu <laughs> oh man, we we get we play faster and looser with these content rules that we've tried to establish for ourselves, and I feel like every single time I don't regret it. I feel like it's always funny. It's always worth. It's it It's always worth
0: it. As long as it's funny, it's worth it. That's why they're there. The that... rules
1: are meant to be broken.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because if
1: they if 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 the rules weren't there, then I'd just be. Being extremely, I'd be working very blue, and I don't want to do that. I wanted, I want to make every uh, inappropriate breach of conduct on the podcast be worth it in terms of a goof, and I mm-hmm. feel like that was it. I think so. Um, I don't have any vanity plates or anything this time. I I saw a couple uh, this past week, but they weren't funny enough for me to write down. So. Sorry to report that. Um
0: should just start showing up with non-vanity plates. Like, I saw this one, uh, NVE-2335. Uh, they they uh, <laughs> just. What do you I'm think al- that means?
1: <laughs> I'm alarmed by how quickly you pulled that sequence out of your ass. Did, is that yours? Is that your own? It is
0: It is a combination of a couple different license plates I've had. Um, no, so it's not nice. my actual okay. license plate. I'm not giving anything away, but it's it was a... Uh, it's a combination.
1: <laughs> it's good, it's good improv that you were able to, to mash it together on the fly. It sounded so natural.
0: Man, you're just giving out the handing out the compliments like like hotcakes today.
1: Well, I just needed to I just needed to confirm that I didn't have to censor that when I edit this episode. <laughs> that I can allow you to say that sequence of letters and numbers somewhere out there. Somebody in Texas is going to get a lot of uh, hate mail because our listeners just constantly bombard us with hate mail. So now that we've exposed somebody. We've docked them so man, to
0: speak. What I would give to even have a toxic audience, uh, <laughs> any audience at all. I'll take one that every other like person on the internet hates. Like like, oh man, there's those not all bad listeners. Like, gotta watch out what you say around them; they'll come for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like we have the like yeah like Undertale or something. Hmm. Um. If this is your first time listening to Not All Bad, welcome. We're we're glad to have you. Welcome to the newly indoctrinated toxic audience. Um, (laughs) Each of us, Paul and I, are both going to uh, take a turn complaining about something that's upset us. And then uh, you guys have sent us in a lot of topics to uh, talk about on your behalf. And so we're going to pull one of those randomly out of a hat, talk about that for a while. And then we'll end the show talking about something that has uh, made us happy recently. So um, you can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and SoundCloud. And uh, we're on Twitter at not all bad show and you can email us at not all bad show at gmail.com uh, Paul it's your turn today to deliver uh, to deliver your rant first I
0: would love to um you know Zach I am getting really tired of the fact that unhealthy food tastes so damn good <laughs> um,
1: oh why would you come on here and say something so controversial <laughs> you're gonna get us in trouble
0: <laughs> I just Today I went to a barbecue place in Fort Worth called Heim. Um, it's actually a, a very nice uh, barbecue even location. It's got a nice outdoor area. But um,
1: why does that sound so familiar? Also, that sounds lovely. It's it's been gorgeous. Can we talk yeah. about how gorgeous it's been?
0: Uh, well, this is the negative section, really nice. so we can wait until the positive section to talk about that. Sure, nice weather, right?
1: But fair uh, enough. I'm just
0: kidding. But um, it was very nice outside, um, and I decided. To order, as you do at a barbecue place, a bunch of meat. And can I tell you what parts of the meat tasted the best, Zach? Was the fat. The straight up fat. And I got, (laughs) as a side, I got mac and cheese. And you know what I did? I cut pieces of the fat and put it in with the mac and cheese with barbecue sauce and ate it.
1: Oh, God. And it was incredible. That sounds fantastic. But
0: (laughs) I think it's a scam that, like, the healthier side, I mean, granted, all of the brisket tasted fantastic,
1: but there's yeah. something
0: seems cruel about the most nutritious part, like the the actual like beef um, being great. But then, like the delectable part that just like makes your mouth water is is the fat that you have no business eating, um, right?
1: <laughs> are you are you a moist or uh, what do they call it? Dry, moist or dry brisket kind of person?
0: I I generally and this applies to many meats. I prefer moist. <laughs> and I, I oh, mean, so you, absolutely. you've been at
1: oral, du- oral too i see i literally mean nothing by that but um it means dry i
0: have to douse it in sauce uh just because i don't prefer it as dry <laughs> <laughs>
1: what did you order because i i brought up the menu right now i'm looking at the high and barbecue menu right now so really i good. got
0: a three meat combo um, okay. I, I shared this, I was there with uh my girlfriend, so was enough. I wanted to sample lots of food, so I got enough that we could share. But, sure. Um, so I got a three-meat combo, and we got brisket, which was fantastic, pulled pork. Mandatory. and Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then something that they have there called bacon burnt ends. I don't, I was actually about mm. to even get to these. It's a set, I don't really know what it is, but what I think it is, is like... They take the fat of the steak and, like, fry it in bacon grease. I'm, like, not yes. even kidding, but it's incredible. It's, like, really, really that. good. Um, and then for, it comes with two sides. I just got yeah, yeah. double mac and cheese. It's like a green chili mac and
1: cheese. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> a double green chili mac and cheese.
0: Yeah, it was I, – I did not have regrets. It was very good.
1: Um, God damn, this looks good. This menu looks – Incredible.
0: (laughs) There's actually a Dallas location if you ever are interested in going. Um, Oh boy, it's really good. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I see it. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I'm sorry to like. (laughs) No, that's okay. Too too positive. This looks like a beautiful location.
0: Oh, it is. But it's just frustrating that like if I had, I mean, obviously things like this cost money. But honestly, if money were an issue, I would eat at a place like this like every day. Yeah. And that would be so terrible. Like, I feel like just my arteries would just get clogged from the fat, from the brisket. Um, but 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 this is a follow-up. So, so, to be clear, if anyone's wondering why, I mean, I guess, you know, I guess no one has any idea that we're recording this on a Wednesday, but we are. If anyone's wondering why I, like, went out for lunch on a Wednesday, this is, like, my weekend. So, also, as part of my, <laughs> because of the nature of my job and part of my weekend, last night, I also decided to get Torchies and get chips mm. and queso and again mm. uh processed cheeses melted are is one of my favorite toppings in general and <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's like the least natural thing that it's like already cheese is like interesting we're using like another like animal's milk and like putting it th- i don't really understand what cheese is but we're doing something to it <laughs> and then um but then i feel like usually queso like in order to make it melty usually it's not super like natural cheese. Like, I think it's uh, typically more processed versions to get, like, good queso texture. Like, a Velveeta is, like, something people use a lot. And that I I don't even know... That's cheese in name only, honestly. You
1: gotta get that, like, polyethylene melt going. (laughs) Yeah. In your cheese. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, if there's plastic, you know you've done something right. But... uh, Right. (laughs) But, um... Just... It's, like, between the barbecue today and the queso yesterday. And, you know, maybe this is... This is me. This is a cry out for help. But I also had ice cream last <laughs> night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're balling out this weekend, huh? I really am. But just like, I think there's something really cruel about the fact that my brain craves these incredible. T- I I I I understand that for the most part, this could easily just be a positive rant about how great food can taste. But, no, but
1: yeah, the I don't issue want is,
0: and to be clear, I actually do like healthy food. I love a good salad. I, I enjoy meat that isn't just fried in bacon grease. Like, I I enjoy yeah. healthy food, but sometimes it just seems cruel that, like, wh- that I would, that my brain would have such a, because there's certain responses that I feel like my brain has to unhealthy food that it doesn't typically have to healthy food. Just like the feeling of a giant dollop of queso on a salty chip in your mouth. Just does something to your brain. (laughs) I hope you've eaten dinner. You're doing something kind of cool. Uh, (laughs) I have,
1: and that's the thing is, I'm still like, I'm now very hungry again, and I ate a lot for dinner.
0: Um,
1: and you know, I'm
0: not even necessarily someone who craves sweets as much, but given the opportunity, once I start eating like ice cream or something like. Or like a really good cake or something or pie or cheesecake or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just listing up a million yeah. desserts. Uh, <laughs> but like once I start eating, it's like, oh, why don't have I you, eat this every day?
1: <laughs> have you eaten dinner yet? Are you hungry? <laughs> no. And actually, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why you're bringing up all these. Do- it's like what happens when you go to the grocery store. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, a jar of uh, uh, kosher pickles. That sounds great like i'm starving i bet my pick one of these bad boys up like you're going down the frozen food aisle and you're like oh wow frozen pf chang's uh duck fat wings i don't think i've ever had this this sounds delicious let me get th-. like you end up buying like three times more than you ever anticipated um when you go to the grocery store hungry that's what you're doing in your mind right now you're walking down aisles and aisles of of limitless food going oh you know cheesecake uh, ice cream regular cake Pie. Like, these are just some examples of desserts i devour right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I... I'll tell you... Go ahead. I'll tell you what's pissed me off about what you said is uh, Torchy's. Because <laughs> uh, it it infuriates me how good Torchy's queso is. Some of the best queso I've ever had yeah. comes from such a gentrified white person taco place. I really, <laughs> really yeah. hate that. Like, if anyone... I like torchies, don't get me wrong, I like it a uh, a good amount but if anyone you know if anyone comes at me with a hatred for torchies, I get it. it's fair. It is by no means authentic uh it is super like w- like white elite liberal austin texas gentrified uh uh Mexican food by all means yeah a- and it and by that fact alone, it infuriates me that their queso is so phenomenal i feel like a yeah i f- i feel like a like some sort of, I feel like I'm committing like oppression by <laughs> enjoying this queso as much as I do.
0: It it feels like it should be wrong to to like it and prefer it, uh, right? But um, but yeah. And and speaking of cheese, another uh, such food is pizza. Like I want to believe that there's Man. a healthy way to eat pizza, but I'm kind of under the impression no. that there's not really. Uh, and no matter how many times I'm like, I'll add a vegetable to this. I don't know that that's really counting for like the the grease soaked crust, um, <laughs> or the fact that if I go to certain places like a, like a Papa John's or something, I'll I'll like stuff the cheese with or the crust with cheese and then dip it in garlic sauce. Like that that's yeah. that's a
1: horrible horrible idea for my body. Uh, but <laughs> I I have in recent history. Um, I, I was notorious for, like, portion control problems. Like, <laughs> I could eat just a catastrophic amount of food. Um, mm-hmm. Just an alarming a quantity of food in one sitting. And now I do so I, I do so less. I've gotten better about, like, portioning out my food a little bit better. I still eat faster than anyone I've ever met. That, that record I still hold. But with pizza, all bets are off. If you put a pizza in front of me, if you put any quantity of pizza in front of me, I will eat it until there is none left. I will, I have a take no prisoners mentality with pizza. I will devour an entire. If you, if I show up to your like, uh, homeowners association meeting monthly meeting, and I happen to be the only one there this week, and you already ordered five pizzas for everyone in anticipation, I will eat all five until you physically remove me from the pizza. <laughs> I don't know what it is about pizza. There, I, there I can't is, stop myself. You're
0: right. There is something about pizza that like no matter how full i am i can take another bite or an or even another slice of pizza like <laughs> You're right. like and, and once i finish that slice i'm like oh i'm full and i see there's more slices like i could eat another slice um <laughs> it's it's truly bizarre but there's just something about it and i mean I have even memories as, like, a kid who probably couldn't eat that much, and I just have this memory of one time being, like you said, at a function with just, like, a buffet of pizza. I remember just getting to somewhere around 15 slices, and finally my parents being like, what the hell are you doing? Like, stop. <laughs> just stop. Quit. And, and, like, it was like I was a bottomless hole of pizza eating. Like, it that, that's my earliest memory of just being like, oh, when it comes to pizza, like, my hunger doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's just honestly, I've gotten so caught up in, in talking about how good this food is, like I don't even have that much desire to complain about how unhealthy it is, which is the whole point of this section of the show. But like, this is just the issue. You don't hear me coming on and and complain about how how much how much spinach I want to eat. And I, I do like spinach, to be clear. I'm not bringing that up as a food I dislike. But I'm never like, ugh, like, I can't, I just can't control myself when you put spinach in front of me. <laughs> <Right>. uh, or <laughs> any numerous amount of healthy things. Just, I I do like healthy food, but it just seems like a crime that our taste buds are almost like engineered to crave the overly salty and greasy and sugary things yeah. in life. It, it's such an like almost unfortunate level of like i know i know there's like evolutionary reasons that like we would like earlier humans would have needed not even just evolutionary, but just like biological reasons that we do need some salt and sugar but now that we've just like gamified the food process <laughs> yeah, we can just take yeah. advantage of our bodies like desire for those things in horrible ways
1: <laughs> yeah we beat the game so now it's like we're kind of kind of screwed ourselves
0: yeah um that is all I, i've tried to eat healthy and then uh the last couple of days i was like you know what i'm just gonna go to torchies and hymen and... I, I don't regret uh, it i just... like it no <laughs> i don't it's... think you
1: should i don't think you should at all yeah
0: that's, um, that's about all i have to say about that but i am say i will say for the rest of this show i will be thinking about what food i'm gonna get after this i can assure you it will not be healthy
1: yeah I i will too And I ate the last of my leftovers tonight. So you know what that means tomorrow, baby, is (laughs) dinner is on somebody that's not me. And I'm going to really pig out at some fast food establishment. Mm -hmm. The other day, (laughs) I tweeted about this um, a couple weeks ago. Um, The other day, I woke up on Sunday and I was um, pretty hungover and um, drove myself to a Panda Express. Because my thought was, and I've done this, I think I did this the week prior, the week before that, same situation, Sunday morning, hungover. The thought both, both times was, um, I've done a bad enough thing to my liver, and I've done a bad enough thing to my brain. And now I just really want to fuck up my tummy. I really want to round it out. I want to I abuse myself in a new way today. Sunday, Sunday is the day where I abuse this tummy. So I went to uh, McDonald's the first week and the second week I went to Panda (laughs) Express and I just like balled out. And uh, the weather's, like we said earlier, the weather's been nice. So on that day of Panda Express, I drove to an empty parking lot with my just uncountable amount of Panda Express and sat in the parking lot with the windows down and I listened to some music and I just like kind of. eyes half opened slurred slumped down the uh panda express rice and whatever else the chicken and orange chicken or whatever and it was a sublime experience it was so nice and when i had finished i took my happy little ass home and i sat on the toilet for like two and a half hours and it was so worth it it was a good sunday
0: (laughs) yeah you know that's that's the funny aspect of this too is that like all of these unhealthy things it's not just about like gaining weight and stuff some of it literally is how it makes you feel which is that yeah oh yeah like unhealthy food does unspeakable things to my stomach and i complain to people like man like it's a bummer that (laughs) like my stomach has just been bothering me all day and they're like have you thought about what you've been eating and i'm like no i think that for some reason i'm just i'm just prone to stomach problems and there's no connection there's no reason to it i'm just i'm just stuck with this this stomach that makes me uh, <laughs> Have a fun time <laughs> I'd rather be
1: miserable anyway Than give that up I think I,
0: I think so too
1: And I've discovered um, that I wake up Every morning with like Pretty like not like severe stomach pain But my stomach hurts every single morning I wake up and I'm talking like I've done experiments I've had salad there's a time Where I ate a salad for dinner every night of the week and I woke up every morning with the same stomach ache. So I don't know what's going hmm. on there. I think I may have talked about it on the show. I refuse to do anything about it. Um but uh yeah, I uh I don't know what the story behind that is, but I will say that that has provided me the excuse of like well, eating healthy isn't fixing it, so <laughs> why bother? Why bother eating healthy? You and look- while we're working Sorry, go ahead.
0: You know what's kind of funny to me is that when I describe eating healthy, I feel like the first food that I throw out as an ex- as an example is salad. But if you've if anyone would ever watch me eat a salad, I insist on putting so many like croutons and ranch on it <laughs> yeah. that like considering it healthy, it's like sure there's there's some healthy things thrown in there. It's it's like it's enough like croutons and ranch and like other. I mean some of the things neutral like I I love like hard-boiled eggs bacon's not super healthy but like it's like by the time you throw all those things on a salad it tastes it can taste incredible but it's like this is I'm kind of back to square one of like the whole like oh I got spinach on this pizza so it's healthy
1: right it's basically (laughs) at what at some point you basically end up with a deconstructed cheeseburger you have so much (laughs) so much like meat cheese and bread in your salad (laughs) yeah, <laughs> it might as well just be a cheeseburger that we got. Hit, that you that you like barely pulse the blender on.
0: <laughs> yeah. What What were you about to say before I? Uh... Well, I was
1: just gonna say while we're working blue here, while we're like continually just letting it all hang out, and just diving further and further <laughs> into the like potty humor, toilet talk comedy that we hopefully try to avoid. Uh, there was one weekend in, in recent memory that I'm recalling where uh, Friday night I spent the night. Uh, and some with somebody and then the next night i somebody spent the night at my house and then we woke up and got brunch and then went back to my house and basically i wasn't alone for the period of like friday at dinner till sunday at dinner and that meant that i never had the opportunity for my uh morning like intense bout of flatulence that i tend to get (laughs) and literally by the end of sunday after they had finally left which it was a fantastic weekend don't get me wrong i was in such an acute pain (laughs) that i was like practically doubled over that i had that i'd been holding in like (laughs) the biggest farts all weekend and I this isn't even like funny. This is more this just like gross like T Nick ass humor, but
0: Teen I, I
1: I literally texted them Sunday night and I was like, "You have no idea how long I've been holding in these fu- like you have no idea what you've done to my body. I am like in extreme pain." Um so that was a fun week and and that's something that like no matter what ha- – I don't care if I have to, like, in the morning say, anyway, I'm going to step out onto the balcony for a smoke break. I don't care what that <laughs> conveys. <laughs> as long as I, like, get that opportunity to get out there and just break some wind a little bit, just re- just open that pressure valve for a second because that was a misery. That sounds and, and I think that that may- has led me to believe that I have perhaps some more intense gastrointestinal issues that I've been ignoring. in. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's funny because I, I've had a similar trait of thought, not the exact same route, but, but some similar uh, situations where it's like, I'll complain to people about some of these things. It's like, huh, maybe I should look into that. It's <laughs> yeah. when you're talking to. Them, you're like, don't you hate when this happens to you every day? Like every day you have to sit on the toilet 10 times a day. They're like, no, that doesn't happen <laughs> to me. And you're like, oh, uh, never mind, That doesn't happen to me either. Don't, don't even worry. Yeah. About I was it. just kidding. Uh, <laughs>
1: But that's kind of what happened with you. That's how we diagnosed your asthma together. Yeah,
0: we. I was, I was just like, haha, isn't it funny that I just cough all the time and you're like, or I can't breathe when I exercise. And we're like, wait a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in my defense, my my tummy aches go, unless I'm in a situation where I just literally can't fart and I got to fart very, very badly. Um, Cracking a cold one. Usually my... Uh, my tummy issues my pain disappears by the end of my morning routine so it's not like a a throughout the day situation but Mm -hmm. i feel like i've talked about my butthole enough on this episode (laughs) maybe for this one episode i've talked about it quite enough
0: i i have one closing comment before we move to your rant um i you know so our discussion just that this is gonna sound weird and i'm not even saying this is even worth bringing up in the first place but Our conversation was reminiscent to me of a really classic line from uh, the cult classic movie Shrek, uh, where (laughs) Shrek says, "Better out than in." I always say, "Yeah." Um, And I recall when I was a a child in like elementary school, one of my friends saying that he went to go see uh, family cartoon comedy Shrek in theaters, and that (laughs) in the first like ten minutes, there was enough fart jokes. That his parents decided that they didn't; it was not appropriate for him to see. So they got up and left the theater. And it's just, <laughs> I, I just feel like things have come full circle. That I mean, obviously we've talked about much uh, objectively more inappropriate things on this show, but for some reason on this episode, even <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for some reason that that's what that's when it clicked with me that this is not a family-friendly show. Obviously, has never been. But uh, us talking about farts and the fact that uh, they need to come out uh, is what has led <laughs> to me to be like, you know, if my friend from elementary school is listening to this, his parents would say you need to
1: turn that shit off, uh, yeah, be- exclusively from the fart segment. But about about fifteen <laughs> minutes ago, they would have said that. <laughs> we've been we've been rocking on thirty something minutes alone of just toilet humor, <laughs> which I'm not that proud of, but I feel like it's been fairly funny.
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: Uh, for my rant today, I, I would, I really would like to talk about mowing the lawn again for a second <laughs> time in a row. Uh, I still, I haven't been able to finish because my grass is so tall. I keep having mower issues. Um, <laughs> okay. Things keep breaking on the mower yeah. because the grass is so tall. Like yesterday, my engine nearly caught on fire, which we won't have to explore too much, but it was <laughs> pretty scary. Um, but I'd like, I would like to talk about today is um, something that has always um, upset me deeply. And I didn't realize it until pretty recently. I didn't realize how upset it made me. Um, but it's time to address how goddamn stupid the word Godspeed is. I hate hearing people use this word Godspeed. And I always thought maybe it's cause I had like a little kid brain, but I always thought that Godspeed meant like, what do you think? It, what, what do you, what does it mean to you, Paul? Do you know what it means? Dictionary definition.
0: No, but I feel like my, in my head when I hear someone say, like, oh, like, usually it follows, like, someone saying they need to do something, they don't have much time to do something, and someone says, oh, Godspeed. In my head, like, it's almost a quick way to say, like, "Like, hopefully you have God's help to go quickly. I'm, I'm not saying that's correct, okay. but... <laughs>
1: That is exactly what I thought. Whenever I heard the word Godspeed, my thought was immediately Mercury's. Or sorry, Mercury or Hermes, the the <laughs> Roman slash Greek god, the messenger of the gods with the little winged helmet and winged uh, sandals who delivered the mail. <laughs> I, I always thought of Hermes. Uh, he's in uh, Hercules. He's, has, yeah. he's like the skinny guy. He's in the char-
0: – um, are you saying he's the one that's in the chariot? I don't remember like any of this.
1: I don't remember anything from Hercules. I just okay. was using that as a cultural touchstone. But in <laughs> Greek and Roman mythology, he has the. I think I'm sure in the in the Hercules movie, he has uh, little wings on his helmet and little wings on his sandals. That's right. But yeah. uh, I always think of him when I when I hear the word "Godspeed." That's not strictly what it means. Okay, it means apparently. I looked this up like five minutes before we started recording um, on miriamwebster.com and Dictionary.com. They both say the same thing. It means um, like. Bon voyage, like good fortune, good success on your trip, good luck on your new venture, your new journey, etc. Um, Which is even goddamn dumber than (laughs) already what it means. It's already a stupid ass word. Um, It's it sounds like it's one of those things where, like the word moreover or heretofore. Like if you throw that shit into an essay, I'm gonna be like, all right. Shut the fuck up, okay? Like, <laughs> like we we get it, nerd. Just talk like a normal ass person, right? Like, if I hear somebody say godspeed, I'm like, don't ever don't ever talk to me like that again. Cuz I know that you think that you're smarter than I am, and I don't resp- I don't like that at all. Um so so I I was curious now cuz I was like, well, if it doesn't if it uh, I cuz I always thought godspeed meant god space speed, right? But mm-hmm. since it doesn't mean that, apparently it comes from Middle English, uh, the phrase in Middle English, God speed, where speed is spelled S P E D E, stupid, which what? means may God prosper you, like uh, is apparently the, the Middle English version of that, which is like, I mean, that's straight after like the Norman conquest of uh, the 1000s. So we're talking super long time ago, like thousand years ago, English, uh, which is why it's a dumb word. But. <laughs> Um, like if you are a person in, let's say 1300, which I believe I saw something like that. I'm not going to look up to waste of time looking up something about like the first time this was written down for all this writing that we have of this is from that time period or something like that. If you're somebody in 1300s and you're telling somebody like either, Hey, I hope you go fast or Hey, I hope you have a good journey. Their their definition of either of those things is so skewed from what we're sitting here saying in 2021. So I'm saying, if you're going to tell somebody that, it's time that you get a new word. Because that one has run its course as effective. We, we 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 no longer have the use for such an outdated term. Just, like, say, hey, good luck. Or you yeah, know, some I, shit I feel like, like that.
0: Not that this makes it a great use of it, but... I, I was looking up some of the definitions, not that I didn't trust you, but I was just seeing like <laughs> how many... Me- I know you already did your due diligence and had two different sources, but it really seems like more <laughs> than just those two all say that it's more like, good luck on your journey, yeah. which is a little bizarre to me just because... And I know that these are kind of related, but like I've always thought it was like about, like, I hope you accomplish that task quickly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I-, I mean, right. in that task, well, I, you could be saying sarcastically, oh, that task is going to be like a journey or an adventure like it's like if you're at work and someone gets stuck doing the uh, not that i don't know that this happens to be like let's say for some reason at work you got stuck clean the bathroom so it's like oh godspeed like i hope that doesn't take you too long like it's almost a sarcastic not, thing
1: you are not wrong for assuming that word speed means go fast I've, that's what it's i'm saying so bizarre <laughs> and so if we're just if we if we go here to well, so i'm like okay so if godspeed means good luck because it comes from the Middle English that means, may God prosper you. Then where does just the regular-ass word speed come from? So here I am on dictionary.com. The word speed comes from the Middle English speed, meaning good luck. So, so what, is this? Like, what is this about anymore? <laughs> Pick one and stick to it. Either, either you can say, you have, we have two scenarios that are acceptable. I'm like three feet from the mic because I'm yelling now. I rarely get this loud. <laughs> I'm probably blowing your eardrums out. Oh, you're good. I mean, I
0: mean, I can't speak for the audience, frankly, but
1: <laughs> we have two scenarios that are acceptable. either Godspeed but by the way, in both scenarios, Godspeed is a dumbass word, and I never want to hear anyone use it again. Scenario A, Godspeed means... Go fast. Do it with the speed of God that, that God graced you with. Do it like Hermes, the Greek god. And the word speed means to go fast. Or scenario B, God's speed means good luck. And you can say, hey, man, uh, hope you have uh, some good speed out there on the, on the test today. <laughs> and have it mean to be good luck instead of like I hope you take the test quickly. I don't, you can't cross – you can't do this. You can't back and forth and say, well, they both come from speed, but now one of them means good luck and one of them means go fast. No. That's not fair. Interesting. And it, it does – I'm re-
0: – sorry. P- please continue.
1: Well, I just wanted to say in middle – okay, so if speed in Middle English means good luck or, or luck, then how do you say speed in Middle English? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, and it's kind of – I was looking up uh, some of the
0: etymology of it on etymology.com. Uh, it does seem like we, we've we gotten a weird combination of, like, there are, like, jerk Because, you know, like, English is kind of a combination of, ger- like, Germanic languages and Latin languages.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's the difference between Old English and Middle English, by the way, is Middle English has a lot of French in it because of the Norman Conquest. Fun fact.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that. Um... But, um, man, we, we, we went from the jock show with basketball, and now this is a linguistics episode. <laughs> yeah, and in
1: between the, the sports discussion and the English discussion was about 30 minutes of me talking about having to fart so bad that I had to tell somebody that slept over at my house that I had a tummy ache. Yeah. <laughs> But
0: it, it seems like the Germanic ver- version of speed. Uh, not that it speeds it's like Spodian and S- uh, Sputton. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that felt like a very genuine pronunciation. That think, felt legit to me. I, I I don't speak any German, but I'm like, uh, it's it's in my blood. But um, <laughs> but those ones do mean like hasten or like make haste or hurry. But it bothers me that the old English, like you were saying, has more to do with success and prospering and grow rich. Or whatever, and it kind of bothers me that speed doesn't. I've never heard another word besides "God speed" that uses that root of the word "speed," where it's yeah. like, "Why don't you prosper?" Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just might can't even. For me, real quick, I, I don't. In what situation would anyone ever be like? I I, I don't know. Like like your well wishes. Like I hope you have speed, my man. Like they'll think you're telling them to do drugs. Like, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah right, That's right right
1: weird <laughs> yeah so I, I can't believe I, I really you know I, I wasted a lot of time on your topic and I talked about I allowed myself to talk about a lot of butt humor because I didn't think <laughs> I'd be able to get a lot of mileage out of this one but I, apparently I did so. I, I do
0: have one more comment on Godspeed yeah, you know I'm how
1: done, so say your piece you know how when you think
0: um, about a word long enough you start just like breaking down the sound, like the phonetic sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, and I can't help but keep in, continue to think about the fact that in that word is the word peed. Uh,
1: that, that's all. Um, <laughs> that's what it should mean, mean now is that. like, if somebody's going to the bathroom, you can say Godspeed. And it exclusively means like, hope everything goes okay in there. Like, well wishes on your urination. <laughs> yeah. And now here we are back again in toilet humor.
0: <laughs> Godspeed means enjoy your piss. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs>
1: Um, let's do, let's do a random rant Yeah, and let's... watch, watch us get a topic that says something like, uh, automatic flush on toilets or like something <laughs> like that. Oh man. Wow. Oh my God. Late <laughs> on Paul. Me. I call Paul. I called the shit out of this one. Okay. So this, this, uh, this is Steven's, uh, second one in a row. I'm very excited because this is very uh, very good. Uh Pooping in public and trying to be really quiet comes to us from Steven. <laughs> well, I I re- that was a called shot. That was a Babe Ruth pointing to left field called shot on what we were going to get. Or should I say a called shit.
0: <laughs> oh nice. That that's very good.
1: I, I um <laughs> I have talked about this at length, mostly in regards to, to number one, but, um, I refuse at almost all costs to not go to the bathroom in public. And I've, uh, probably about a year ago, actually, I announced on the show with great glee that, um, I've overcome my pee shyness. The last time I had a struggle, this is not a joke, was, uh, at a Dallas stars game where the the bathrooms were so packed with people that I just could not bring myself to pee in the, in the urinal. I was so nervous. <laughs> and that would have been um, over a year ago because that was pre-COVID. So um, this, I think, that, I believe that was in January. So it's been over a year since my last brush with a, a pee fright in the bathroom. Pooping, I still struggle with greatly. Now, when it comes to actually performing the deed, I can do that. But Stephen raises a good point of, I, I try to act like, like a ninja in the stall to the point where if, if there was some sort of like stirrup fixture on the back of the stall door so that I could put my feet up on the stall door and not have anyone even see my toes underneath the stall, I would choose to do so. And also I feel like that would have the squatty potty effect of just allowing the entire process to go a little bit smoother. But I, I hate having people know that I'm in there and I hate, I need to have like a little like, like go bag with a separate pair of tennis shoes in it that I don't wear anyone else. So so I could just poop in the bathroom with like an anonymous pair of shoes. So no one can know that I'm in there. That's the level of like how much I hate people knowing that I'm pooping.
0: Mm -hmm. You, You know, what's funny about this is that on the one hand, obviously the idea of any noises coming out is mortifying. Like with other people in there, especially yeah. if it's so, like, if it's in public, I mean, you just hope that you'll never see those people again. But I mean, if you're, if, if you're at work or something like that might be the guy you sit next to or yeah, right, um, right, right. or your boss or something, <laughs> um, which is terrible. Um, and to some extent, this is new for me. Cause I, I had a private bathroom at my last job. Um, mm. but on the other hand, and, and this is probably uniquely me and I, I acknowledge this is probably weird sometimes this and this is unique to work not necessarily like other bathrooms sometimes i worry if i'm in there too long and making no noise people will think that i'm like just trying to escape from work
1: yeah yeah. hey what's this hey buddy they're like (laughs) hey pal i know couldn't couldn't help but notice there's no shit coming out of your butt <laughs> you wasting company time in there or what It's, it's, it's like the whole like pee situation with urinals where it's like, like like hey like why is there no piss coming out buddy? <laughs> yeah we were talking about that in my on my pee fears like hey wait, hang on a second I, there's no I hear no I hear no pee hitting the water or the toilet. What are you doing over there? you just this guy's this guy's got no piss coming out he's just standing there. Take out up the urinal for no reason. and For some reason,
0: with with stalls, especially at work, I am just convinced that everyone thinks that I'm just in there to waste time, like, to <laughs> get away from my job. And they're gonna be like, hey, I can't help but notice that I'm not hearing any dunks in that toilet. Uh, like, why don't you, like,
1: wrap that shit up? I, I'm i always terrified, because this, this goes back to kind of the original topic that Stephen uh, breached for us, is I when somebody else is in the bathroom and it's and i'm all done and it's time for me to wipe i like as carefully as possible and as slowly as possible and gently as possible tear off the toilet paper from the toilet <laughs> paper roll and then like very gently cuz my nightmare is like imagine this from the opposite perspective right is you you're at the urinal and you notice that in the stall next to you there's a little pair of toes underneath and you know all of a sudden you hear like the rip of the toilet paper off the toilet paper roll and then you and then like you just hear out of the silence of the bathroom you hear (laughs) you know like that's like my worst is i don't want anybody to know that i'm in the process of touching my butthole (laughs) like so, so I I wipe like as quietly as possible and normally like I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest like in my private life I just go to town like I I, I, I tear it up down there I, I like have no hesitation I'm a very rough wiper and but like in public I'm like okay this is this is as if I'm defusing diffusing a bomb as if I'm like stealing a, a the hope diamond I don't want to make a single sound. I don't want to make, again, just complete silence. If I could hide my shoes by putting them up on the back of the stall door, I would. I don't want anyone to know I'm here. I don't want anyone to know that I've ever pooped my entire life. Is how I feel when I'm in a public stall. This has been a fun Uh. episode. (laughs) I've enjoyed this one a lot. (laughs) Me
0: too. Uh, Thank you, Steven, uh, for, for bringing that out of us.
1: Uh yeah, if you would like your random rant right on the show, uh, I'd like uh, a lot more. We could use a lot more, mm-hmm. and you could do so by sending us a DM on Twitter. That's at not all bad show or emailing us at not all bad show at gmail dot com with the subject line random rant idea. We'll put your topic into our list of topics, and we'll uh, randomly pull one like we did today with Stephen's, uh pooping in public bathrooms topic. And we'll read it and discuss it on the show. That was a great one, Steven. I really appreciated it. It's also very funny how – you know what? Actually, Stephen, that was a hat trick. That was not your second in a row. That was your third in a row. Wow. We did uh, value-added tax, <laughs> and then we did uh, whatever the last episode was that I can't remember for some reason. Meter uh meter, meter maids. And then we did pooping. So I like that. I, Stephen, I really appreciate the, uh, there's a lot of range here, right? The range. Exactly. We went from talking about, uh, or at least attempting to talk about in a humorous <laughs> way, uh, a possible tax plan for sales tax, uh, down to, uh, trying to poop in public and how rough I get when I wipe my butthole. So thank you, Stephen, a lot of range behind that one. And, uh, we apparently welcome anything. So if you have something to say, not all bad show at gmail.com. Um, and that brings us to our positive rants, which uh, I'll be happy to kick off today. Uh, I'm glad that that we spent so much time talking about a bunch of other topics because this one is a is, isn't too long. Um, and I, I'm afraid that we've talked about it before, but I didn't. I was too busy researching the etymology of the word "Godspeed" to spend any time <laughs> researching our own podcast. But I th- don't think I have. Um, and that's that. Um, I love a good playlist, mm. and I'm bad at making them. I didn't realize – I didn't really discover the value of playlists until uh, like a year ago. Um, and I, This I, th- I believe I have talked about on the show is for a while there, um, anytime I heard a song I liked, I'd just like it on Spotify, and it would add to my massive like sm- you know multi-dozen-hour playlist of songs I liked. So it's shit like um, Metallica and Carly Rae Jepsen back-to-back, a real just mess of shit. Mm. And that was a huge problem. And another problem was I had a playlist uh, that I'm sure I've talked about before where anytime anybody posted a song that they liked on social media like they they'll do like an Instagram post of the album art or whatever um I liked those and I think we talked about this when Spotify Wrapped came around mm-hmm. at the end of 2020 but I'll add the I added those to a playlist and eventually I had like a 24-hour long playlist of albums and songs that people had recommended to me either directly or indirectly and that was my main two sources of music was just two enormous playlists And that was untenable. So eventually I sat down and every day at work I I listened to music. I would uh, go through the playlist and every song that came on, I would force myself to, by the end of the song, put it into a new playlist and delete it off the playlist it was on. And that kind of helped me sort all my music into uh, genres, um, which I still am working out of today. And as they've grown and expanded, I've had to, you know, go from rap to old school rap to new school rap to like now there's like five different divisions of rap. And um as an example, and uh I don't know i i am a big fan of uh organization in general. I've talked about that at length on the show um right now, I'm kind of at an impasse here where I've discovered a lot of new music uh recently, and uh rather like a couple months ago I'm kind of in a slump now, but that couple months kind of had my playlist spill over to be too big, and now I'm in the process of kind of sorting it all out into smaller playlists and more specific and more precise playlists and as time goes on i'll have to repeat the process, and uh, that's pretty exciting to me. I love that Spotify allows you to choose your art for your playlist. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had a lot of fun with that, Uh, and uh, um, I feel like now is as good of a time to any. uh, Like earlier we said in the episode, I was going to say the weather is incredible, and Paul said it's it's too positive to say that now. Save it for (laughs) the end. So I will say for the end of the episode, uh, the weather has been lovely when it's not raining, um, and uh, it's only going to get hotter from here. Uh, so I appreciate while it lasts, uh, mentioned at length before, and now it's time to mention again, how much I adore the fact that the sun is setting later. And more importantly, how much I adore driving with the windows down on a nice day. And if you're one of those people too, um, I've got a very big playlist, um, that represents every song I liked in 2020 basically. And I'll probably continue to grow and adapt it and remove and replace and, uh, add songs to it later. It's called not all bad cruising tunes on Spotify. Um, you can find it there on, uh, on Spotify and like it. And uh, that's uh, some good music to listen to while you drive with the windows down. Any suggestions are welcome. Um, not necessarily will be implemented, but will be welcomed. And will be added to another one of my playlists, just not a, not a public one, because I actually am extraordinarily ashamed of most of my music. Um, <laughs> but if you're feeling it, um, that is one that I made for the show and I've been listening to a lot lately, given the beautiful I've, nature I've of the I've actually listened we've had. to it
0: a few times, not recently, but when you first um, told me about it. And yeah, it, it, I do recommend it. It it fits the vibe that of dry, when you're cruising very well. So,
1: and there's um there's like gangster rap, there's old school country, there's um, um kind of alternative rock, there's uh, uh, cheesy pop music, there's a, everything, something for everybody. So if you don't like what comes up, uh, keep hitting skip until you do, because <laughs> I put a lot of stuff on there. It's a very wide range of it's kind of enough to give you whiplash. But uh, that's how I like it. And uh, I hope you like it, too. So that is my uh, very rapid-fire positive rant. Um, I've been in a much better mood since the sun stayed out longer. Mm -hmm. The weather's been nice. And uh, that was probably why I kept saying nice things about your uh, barbecue rant when you were trying to get upset. (laughs) um, Thank you.
0: I I also struggle with, like, how to make playlists. And the way I've generally done it the last couple years is almost seasonally new music. I mean, this isn't the only playlist I ever make, but... Any music that I like, I'll add to, like, a winter 2020 playlist. And then once it's spring, it's, like, a spring 2020 playlist. Yeah. So, like, base, so then I can kind of see, like, when I discovered a lot of the music, which is kind of fun, but.
1: That is cool, yeah.
0: I don't know. Some seasons I discover a lot, and then others it's, like, well, cool. All winter I discovered three songs. That's a terrible <laughs> playlist. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, what I was going to talk about today is. Um, something that I've been doing for some years now that I really enjoy is that whenever, not every time, but frequently when I go on trips or, I don't know, someplace cool, um, if they sell a mug of that place or a shot glass, I've done some of those too, Mm, I will buy one. And I really love the experience of having a collection of mugs that are almost all from different things I've done. So like... One time I went to El Salvador, and I have an El Salvador mug. It's a pretty basic one. It's Like, it's, if you ever go to Starbucks internationally, they have, like, mugs of that country there. Um, oh, I didn't know that. But it's kind of not... It's kind of cool, actually. But... So it's nothing, like, super cool, or, like, my point more is it's not, like, a local product. It's, like, Starbucks corporate-designed in (laughs) El Salvador mug. But, like, it's cool that every time I go to choose a mug and I see that one, I think about that trip. Or I went to New York a couple years ago for the first time, um, and I have a New York City mug. Or I worked at camp, and I I have a couple uh, Pine Cove mugs from that. And there's just something kind of fun about, um, uh, that I, I'm usually not one to buy like too much memorabilia. Cause I, I just dislike having physical clutter. I already own so many things. Um, yeah. but there's something about specifically mugs that I don't dislike having more than I need. And I don't even use all of them too much. It's almost nice. Cause if I'm using them less then I'm probably wearing them down less quickly, but there's something nice about like if I'm having a morning coffee, the fact that, like, I, I'm i looking and I see these different things. It's almost like touchstones of memories. And it's like, if I choose one, then I might think about that trip a bit more um, yeah. or something like that. And so it's just kind of cool. Um, or, like, for example, even um, we were in the mug down an organization in college and I I've bought a mug down mug. And so I I have that and I see that. So, yeah, it, it's it's.
1: In terms I terms of about mine today, actually, I've got two of those.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun. Uh, but um, there's just something fun to me. I, I'm not usually a physical uh, memorabilia person, but like there's something fun about associating memory with something physical. And for I I'm not usually s- someone for like like I don't usually get like knickknacks necessarily, but I do love getting. Um, mugs, or not even that I do shots all the time, but something about shot glasses is kind of fun. Like, I can actually show you, Zach, I went to the zoo recently and I got a penguin shot glass. That's kind of cool.
1: Oh, yeah. This
0: is just kind of fun. Um, I like that. And so, it's just kind of fun that I was like, oh, this was a fun date to the zoo. Let me get a shot glass to uh, commemorate that. Um, But, yeah. So, it's just kind of fun to I, it's just something fun, like physical objects to to commemorate those. so That when you see them or use them, it kind of brings back those
1: memories. I like that too because they're practical. I don't I I don't like yeah. things that are impractical. They, that really pisses me off when things you can't use them.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: <laughs> That's why I don't like souvenirs and, and stuff like that. But I like that you get you I got a San Francisco shot glass, I think. Nice, so I, yeah. I like that there's some functionality with that one, you know?
0: Yeah. It can start, like if you do have friends over and you pull out like, oh, like I'm going to use this shot glass either to take shots or to, like measure out for a drink. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like, did you get that in San Francisco? And then you can kind of have a conversation about that trip or something. Or, yeah. It's yeah, kind of right. a fun way to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's cute. That's that's a nice Thank sentiment. You. Um. That is going to do it for episode 62 of Not All Bad. I'm really glad that you joined us on this one. I hope that your mom didn't turn it off in the car. Um, I hope you made it this far. Sorry about all the, the inappropriateness, but I I had a great time. I thought this, this was a lot of fun. Um, Me too. Like I said earlier, the show's on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and SoundCloud. Um, go ahead and leave a rating and review on iTunes if you feel so inclined. Talk about how much we talked about poopy and stuff like that today, and, and that, that's good enough. Um <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at NotAllBadShow. And you can email us at not all bad show at gmail.com. Especially if you want to have your random rant idea read on the show like Stephen did uh, the last three episodes. Because sent in so many that uh, he's a significant portion of what we have available. So if you want to usurp usurp him from uh, his throne of uh, getting a turkey, getting a hat trick on uh, having his uh, his topics read, then uh, go ahead and shoot us an email, not all bad show at gmail.com. Subject line, random rant idea. Uh, and then if you like the show that you heard today, it would mean a lot to Paul and I if you told your friends mm-hmm. about it. Um, we had a lot of fun today and uh, we've exhausted the list of people that we know who are willing to listen to the show. So uh, go ahead and, and, and do us a favor and reach out to somebody who you think might appreciate it. Um, that would be, that'd be awesome. And, and we really appreciate it ourselves. This has been episode 62 of Not All Bad. Thank you for joining us. I'm Zach Andrews. And this
0: is Paul Messman.
1: Dance like nobody's watching, rant like nobody's listening.